Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. Raj Kasula is a poultry technical consultant at Ridley Feed Ingredients, a certified professional animal scientist for poultry via the American Registry of Professional Animal Scientists. He has more than 28 years of experience in multi-species animal nutrition with a focus on poultry. He is currently spearheading the development of a modern version of layered nutrition software called the Alltech Poultry Model. He is also the Alltech lead on projects such as the Alltech Egg Squad, Poultry Blocks, a natural dewormer, extruded chicken starter feed, and vitamin organic trace mineral premix. We thank you for joining us, Raj. Thank you. Pleasure. Are, are consumers becoming more critical of egg quality? And what are they looking for in an egg? At the consumer level, they're probably not so critical about the egg, qu- egg shell quality, but egg quality definitely. In the sense uh, they are, they walk into the superstore, then they see they're looking for a selection of eggs from a regular conventional egg to a pasture-raised or organic to enriched eggs in terms of uh, pigment or uh, omega-3 or selenium or vitamin E. So there are, yeah, they're definitely looking for a quality and the value from the egg um, as compared to just uh, the traditional belief of an egg is an egg is an egg. Mm-hmm. I'm curious because I know most of us go in, we mainly check to see if they're cracked or something. But what does somebody uh, with your expertise, what do you look for when you go to the grocery store to buy eggs? Or, or do you have another source of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, being in the industry and uh, like, you know, working with, so closely with the birds and the eggs, my way of looking at eggs will be really different. And certainly, yeah, I, I do look for uh, the total quality of external, in terms of the external parameters of the egg, the shape, the color, the, uh, the, the strength, like any cracks on it, how clean it is, and how glossy it is. And those, because from each of those parameters, I can read what, is, uh, what the hen is about, what, what is going on with the hen. So definitely, yes, my uh, my look will be totally different. Oh, interesting. It'd be interesting to take a Raj Kasula along with us to the supermarket now and then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from a producer perspective, what are the characteristics of superior eggshell quality? From a producer's uh, uh, perspective, uh, it, it's probably most of it. Like uh, there is research, there is a discussion, and in the, even in the practice I see, um, among the eggs that, that don't make to market, about more about 90% of them are due to the poor shell quality. In the sense, um, say a producer is producing the eggs uh, uh, to make money, and he doesn't make money unless those eggs make to the market. They are sellable and they are profitable. So for any of these returns, he has to get the egg into the market and if the shell is not good, like you know, doesn't show good color, not in good shape, not so hard enough, showing cracks or dirty, they're not going to make to market. And um, that prompts almost about 90 plus percent of the cases where the eggs don't make to the market. And I mentioned that for the average consumer, we open up the carton and we look to see if they're cracked. And uh, that's kind of how we make our decision. Um, but how significant an issue is egg breakage, and are there ways through nutrition to strengthen the shell to prevent cracking? Yeah, eggshell breakage is a, is actually a natural phenomenon, I should say. 
as the bird is growing older, the uh, the size of the egg increases, but the bird's capability, the shell gland's capability to deposit calcium on an egg remains the same. It's able to remain, uh, deposit only the same amount of uh, calcium on the egg. So when the egg is growing bigger, it's thinning out on the egg. That's how it becomes a bit soft and um, break. It, it can crack. So that is a natural phenomenon. But then there are ways uh, by nutrition and management we can uh, try to minimize that. And is there a certain point in the bird's life cycle when the producer should start thinking about egg development and about eggshell quality? Yes, certainly. I mean, uh, typically um, anywhere about 45, 50 weeks of uh, the age of the bird, if the producer has been in the business and season enough, he would, uh, he, would, he would know that he has to take some additional precautions on uh, with his nutrition and management for, um, towards the eggshell quality. And um, it usually happens. Do you recommend a general nutritional strategy or does it vary from farm to farm, types of birds to types of birds? Pretty much a general, I would say, although there are some uh, minor differences depending on the kind of uh, the type of farming, such as uh, cage-free or organic or free-range and the specialty eggs. There will be some different strategies for those. And so what sorts of uh, nutritional additives such as vitamins and minerals have proven effective in ensuring superior external and internal egg quality? Yeah, let me talk about the external quality first. Um, for the external quality, especially the shell strength, uh, calcium is the key. So it is very important to make sure that you provide all the things required by the uh, bird's physiology to absorb calcium from the gut. It is uh, levels of calcium, the levels of phosphorus, because calcium and phosphorus work together, and there is uh, it is proven that uh, phosphorus at very high levels beyond a point of production is not really good for the shell quality. And uh, there is another mineral called magnesium, which is also important, that gives actually the strength to the shell quality, putting the the calcium minerals together on the shell. Um, on the shell. Um, on top of that is uh, vitamin D, which is important for um, absorption of calcium from the gut. Vitamin D actually enhances um, the cell, the intestinal cells uptake from uh, from the gut digester, uh, the calcium. So uh, that is where, that is very important. And then uh, the trace minerals are uh, on top of it very important. Because um, although they, those look in uh, look as uh, so small in quantities, very tiny amounts required in the ration. When you look at it on a ration, you feel like oh, these are so tiny amounts. Uh, do they even make a difference? And they really do. So, like say, zinc is important in uh, an enzyme that actually helps in formation of calcium carbonate from calcium from the blood and bicarbonate from the blood. And we have uh, manganese that helps in the uh, formation of collagen that is important for formation of the egg and the shell membrane. And then we have copper for some of the glycoproteins and those which are, again, components of eggshell and shell membrane. On top of it is uh, selenium, which is very important for keeping the health of the intestinal cells that they can be they can absorb more and rapid. So these are uh, four primary uh, trace minerals I would uh, recommend to to keep an eye on. These are very important for... And you recommend organic, correct? 
I recommend organic uh, only because of the, the efficiency aspect. You know, um, the trace minerals in the inorganic form and their application use and benefits have been tested and proven over several decades. Um, but then uh, the current trend is actually organic minerals because they are a lot more efficient. If you, if you look at uh, research and literature, it says uh, the organic minerals are anywhere between three to six times better absorbed from, um, from the gut um, as against the inorganic minerals. And this is a lot more efficient because you're actually feeding the animal with uh, less and getting more, and then you're not... You're not um, contaminating the environment, the uh, what is it, the soil with uh, some other minerals that are not used. On top of it, the the biggest um, disadvantage I would say with uh, unabsorbed inorganic minerals is that you are actually feeding the bugs in the hind gut, which we don't want. We really want to keep them suppressed. The moment they get this kind of nutrients, they are going to be more robust and they're going to be more aggressive when they get a chance to take over. And there is enough research to say that organic minerals perform much better than the inorganic minerals, even at the lower levels and on a sustained basis. And is what's good for the shell also good internally? Or are there different uh, or additional additives, minerals, vitamins that have to be considered for internal health? Do you also have to think about interactions between those? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're talking about the quality, internal quality of the egg, it is, uh, there are some minerals in, on within the egg um, mass that is same as the minerals needed for the uh, external shell quality. Although in, on top of it, the quality of uh, protein, uh, then there's some of the vitamins, and um, if the consumers or producer is uh, focusing on the color of the egg yolk to be darker, it is a pigment, and if it is a specialty egg uh, enriched with omega omega three as omega six and selenium or vitamin D or vitamin E, so those are additional strategies and technologies that you would use to make sure you get them into inside the egg yolk. And you've mentioned calcium. Uh, is there something about the size of a calcium particle that's important to consider? Yes, it is. Uh, for calcium, the main uh, source of um, uh, source in the in the rations is limestone, and uh, there is research um, showing that limestone is available actually in in many sizes of fine, medium, and coarse. And the research uh, says that shows that when limestone is used as bigger, larger particles, especially in the laying birds, if not in the younger birds, when the birds start uh, laying. They need, uh, they require a sustained release of calcium. Uh, if the particle size is too fine, it gets uh, dissolved and absorbed very quick, and it gets excreted also very quick. So there is not a continuous and sustained levels of calcium. So a larger particle uh, dissolves slowly and gives a sustained level. So the bird is able to calcify the shell during the dark period of the night when she's not eating. That is uh, very important. And on top of it, uh, the larger particles of limestone will also help in help as a grit in grinding the ration, the nutrients, uh, the feeding grains that it's consuming, and liberating nutrients uh, and preparing the digester for further attack by the um, gut acids and enzymes uh, at the subsequent stages. Okay, let's move on to to looking at some of the more common problems being encountered by egg producers today. 
What would you say those are? I would probably not touch on the disease part. It's uh, very complex and uh, varies from market to market. But in general, as a market, as a as a producer and as a nutritionist, uh, the issues we the most common one is the shell quality, and then um, there are other behavioral issues such as uh, pecking. The birds start pecking uh, each other and end up in killing uh, each other with uh, cannibalism. These are some of the issues we commonly find, and um, there are um, there are cases where you have uh, uh, you also find uh, issues with uh, the worms. Worms are growing, especially the birds that have access to the floor and outside. They pick, they end up picking up some of the worm eggs and they develop inside, and they those can cause severe production losses. In uh, very recent years, we've seen some spikes in mycotoxins in uh, silage and barlage, um, in particular in, in this country. Are egg producers concerned about mycotoxins? Sure, they do. Uh, they are. And uh, because uh, mycotoxins is uh, something nobody would like to take a risk with for the only reason that you cannot see them. You don't. Um, you cannot figure the, the particular ingredients, say corn or what have you, has uh, mycotoxins in it or not. It doesn't show by, to a naked eye. So it's always the, the, the best uh, approach would be like, like we, the, we do the insurance, like always have a mycotoxin uh, binding or a mycotoxin countering technology built into the ration. And typically all the nutritionists, uh, they do it. So tell us about the Layer Nutrition software that you're working on right now. Okay, um, the Layer Nutrition software is I'm working on is um, is called Alltech Poultry Model. This is a software um, modeled to particular breed, um, any specific breed, based on its um, uh, life cycle, the way the breed would behave, at what stage it would consume, what amounts of ration, what levels of nutrients are required based on its production, body maintenance, and also takes into consideration the environment parameters such as the uh, highest temperature, lowest temperature, how much the feed, how much amount of feed it is consumed, the bird is consuming. And so it, it, this software gives a very good idea on the levels of nutrients the, the, bird, the bird, is, bird needs for its uh, whatever she's doing. At that particular point of time, we are evaluating it. So when we feed in all these parameters and uh, give them the ingredients available, the software will tell you, okay, this is what I will, the, this bird needs and this is how the ration should be. And it's again uh, left to the nutritionist to take a look and approve it or make any tweaks needed. Are there any emerging trends, any new technologies in poultry that have captured your attention and your interest? Yes, lately in the uh, in the U.S. at least, I would say the um, the trend is um, with the cage-free, organic, and free range. Also, the uh, specialty eggs enriched with um, pigments, omegas, and uh, vitamin D, vitamin E. These are all the trends coming up, and people are moving from uh, not moving away. I would say they are they are adding to their their range a niche segment, a niche set of products, eggs uh, with these kind of uh, specialized uh, enrichments. And that is something I've seen, especially the organic production is uh, picking up 
much faster than we originally thought. So these are the trends, I would say. Raj Kasula is a poultry technical consultant at Ridley Feed Ingredients, and we thank you so much for spending time with us, Raj. Thank you, Tom. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash agfuture. future.